0: And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in and listening. And we've got Larry on his phone down there in the Southland. How you doing up down there, Larry? Hi, hey, Stuart. Well, all kinds of things are going on. Uh, before we get rolling, I would like to say we have a new Twilight magazine up. And we have the Prophetic Insider up for June, and uh, they're free for all those who uh, are members. And uh, uh, I advise people to really go in. We got a comment the other day that uh, the Prophetic Insider and the Twilight magazines are so jam-packed with information, I don't think people realize how much we put into those things. And we publish them generally every month. And getting hard to keep up with anything nowadays with so much going on. Anyway, I wanted to start out, we're going to truly get into some paranormal stuff. And I wanted to just say this, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be again. DNA and gene altering to produce hybrids, which is what they were doing back in those days, in the ancient days. And that's where your Greek mythology comes from. Actually, not mythology, true accounts of what the fallen angels were doing. They were messing around with DNA and uh, genes and whatnot. Anyway, paranormal creatures have been cited for years. But what are they? Chupacabra entities in South America found and examined uh, by the governments where they were found in. They claimed that they were created by the CIA in underground facilities and obviously either were released or escaped somehow, we don't know. Remember the Stephen King movie The Mist and how the military opened portals that allowed large spiders and other creatures into our dimension. Now, many people have uh, uh, reported the wolfman creatures for a number of years, particularly here in Wisconsin, some of them about 7 to 10 feet tall, huge and muscular arms and legs, large dog-type faces, uh, you know, typical dog. And uh, reports in Wisconsin said they can run extremely fast and uh, very scary stuff. A lot of people in Wisconsin have seen them and reported on them. Uh, the Beast of Bray Road is a very famous one. In fact, there was a book written about it, and then somebody made a movie about it. Uh, that was a dogman type of operation. Anyway, how far advanced in DNA and genetics are we? Insider, An insider, and I reported on this number of years ago, actually claimed that he worked in labs below ground several years ago and claimed that they had all kinds of creatures, and especially, he reported, large spiders that were going to be released upon the public in the last days. And uh, Steve Quayle posted a picture of a metal plate that he says is about 500 years old that portrays what we now call Wolfman, Dogman, whatever. And, of course, we've had all kinds of sightings of Bigfoot, Mothman, et cetera, et cetera. Oklahoma and Wisconsin noted for these kind of say, say, uh but they've been reported in almost every state, especially down there in the southwest. And I remember watching a video somebody took of a large creature that was walking along this path, And then it disappeared behind a tree and was never seen again. So I don't know if it just decided uh, to leave our time space or what. But anyway, then, of course, we have the skinwalkers of the Native Americans. And there's that skinwalker ranch that's quite famous down there about portals and creatures. And a lot of these things are wolves or wolf-type creatures. And uh, the Native Americans, and I was just watching this maybe a month ago, where uh, they interviewed some of the police departments of the Native Americans, where they said they have special police forces that will track these skinwalkers, I guess that's what you call them, down, probably Larry knows more about that than I do, usually a demon-possessed, shape-shifting human. And they try and track these people down because they're killers and uh, I guess we're going to see a whole lot more about that. But anyway, uh, Larry, you've got some info. Uh, What do you want to talk about? Well, interestingly, what you're talking about is pretty interesting, and uh, oddly enough, uh, I found something that was basically hidden if you didn't really, really, really look, because there's no story to it. But if you go on to Steve Quayle's website and you go to the photo of the day, something very simple, don't say anything, It don't draw attention, but if you click on photo of the day, you will see an image of some kind of creature, and, and Stuart, you've got a copy of it. Yes. Uh, this is incredible, and, and you will also see an image of the... Uh, uh, this is what photo of the day says. Basically, it identifies it as one of the photographs of an Aztec panel, close to 700 years ago, depicting alien creature war that was going on, and uh, that was, I suppose, you know, in, in the, the you know the American continent, especially mm-hmm. the Aztec region. and then also uh, it reports werewolf-like creature escaped from a government lab and was killed in the mountains of the uh, desert uh, southwest. And, of course, uh, Quail has a copyright on both of these images, Genesis 6 Productions. But Mm -hmm. uh, what's so interesting is that that whoop-like creature, you know, here you've got an ancient uh, artifact dug up. I, I think it was in Mexico. And by the way, Stuart. There was there was a little disinformation come out a number of, of just a couple of years ago or more, when they began to dig up these artifacts down in Mexico and and that region, and uh, they were saying, oh, this is uh, this is new stuff that's been planted, and ironically, I was able at the, I hadn't reached Claus Dona in about a year since this COVID thing started, but. Uh, Mm -hmm. The last time I reached him, he was in the Philippines, underground, digging in tunnels. And uh, he said he was aware of those panels, and he said they're real. He said they're authentic. They're not planted stuff. And so that kind of goes along to say that probably what we're seeing on that panel is accurate. And if that's true, Stuart, this thing looks like some of the images lately and drawings and pictures that people have had of, of the upright walking wolves, if you will, that are frightening people across the country, and they're showing up more and more. And uh, some of them here in Oklahoma have been saying, not too far from me, actually. But at the same time, you almost wonder, Stuart, and this is my question to you, do you think this is also linked in to the Chubacabra scenario? Well, it is, I think, because we don't know what they're manufacturing down there. We don't know many, how many hybrids or whatever they've done. I know this insider many, many years ago. I'm going to say probably 10 years ago, maybe, maybe less. But he worked down there, he said, and he claimed that they had all kinds of hybrids down there. He especially was focusing on the spiders. And it makes you wonder whether Stephen King, when he did the Mist movie, or when they made that movie, if he didn't have some inside information and rather, you know, doctor it up, so rather than a CIA uh, creature release upon the general population, uh, or you know whatever that was, they claimed it was a portal that was open. But that's a good. That would be a good cover story. And if you watch some of these things from Stephen King, it makes you wonder just how much inside information the guy had uh, about what's going on. And I've, I think I've said it before, but when I was working down in Texas at an original equipment place, the uh, plant manager had a brother that worked in Los Alamos. And some of the tales that he said or told us, were uh, very frightening indeed. In fact, he said that if the American people knew how advanced this, all these things were, it would really probably force them to rise up and shut it all down. They're into things that we have no idea about. And uh, well, that, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say when you mentioned they're into things, and ironically, Stuart uh, Tom Horn. Years ago, I mean, oh my, maybe, I don't know, 12 years ago, maybe, or a little more, maybe, uh, he Mm -hmm. came out with this (laughs) classical book uh, that he wrote, and it was about the Aramon Gate, if you'll remember. The Aramon Gate. And it it basically went out there, and then it disappeared. And then suddenly, you know, his house burned down, and he had to move (laughs) to another state. And uh, ironically, though, in that Armand Gate, I remember that well, uh, there was uh, the scenario basically was that they had some DNA, the government did, and they had underground labs in multiple locations, deep underground, and they were creating genetic hybrid creatures that were kind of Nephilim-like, if you will. And they were also, in his book, inserting a chip in their brain. Uh, The chip originally was a kill chip. In other words, if this thing got out of hand or escaped, they could uh, go a certain frequency and it'd kill it. But uh, Mm -hmm. that didn't work out so well during the book, and I won't go into that. But he had that scenario out there. And uh, ironically, you know, I was sharing with you earlier today that Darnett had talked to me about uh, Choctaw Indian and Legends that came from ancient times, and their lore or their legends are that in the end times that there will be spider-like beings and huge spiders and large snakes and all kind of stuff will come from the underground to the surface. And so that might go along with your spiders. But, you know, the odd thing is, Stuart, that, that we've always talked about is you've said often the judgment or whatever comes on the planet doesn't have to actually be from God. Some of it, he just allows man to do to man. Yes, exactly. And uh, <laughs> we're good at that. You know, we're just really, really good at self-extermination. Uh it comes from the knowledge of evil, of course, that we inherited way back there in the garden. And that opens the doorway for all of this... Uh, nasty, evil stuff, and and uh, it's just too bad that we are that way, but we are that way, and you know, if the Lord just left us alone, we'd do ourselves in anyway. He wouldn't have to do anything. There wouldn't even have to be mega earth changes, volcanoes, or huge earthquakes, or a pole shift. It would just, we would simply terminate ourselves, and, uh, but anyway, I guess it's all part of the plan. I did want to talk, well, uh, about, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, before we get off of that subject particularly, I wanted to mention a couple other things that I've recently learned. And one of the things that was interesting to me, how that uh, that uh, red elk, you know, when you, you did your, really a classic interview with him on film, a video, of, you've still got a video of it. He yes, talks yes. about, he, you know, he talked to me about uh, creatures, giant creatures, uh, he called. I don't remember what he called them, but they were like nephilim that would be coming up from under, deep underground, and we were actually using nukes in certain locations trying to block them from reaching the surface. Now, oddly enough, I got, I got, uh, I won't say how I got it, but I got a message uh, the other day, and I hadn't even had time to tell you about it. But the message was from another country, and it was overseas, and uh, it indicated that uh, that. Country was flooding their underground salt mine caverns, uh, even though this might cause uh, huge cave-ins from the surface, because apparently something was trying to come up from underground through those. Yeah, Reddock mentioned that, that there are literal wars going on, and even I can't remember. I don't, actually, folks, the video is up on Angel Fall 923. And it's free. Uh, Go watch it. It's one of the most fascinating interviews. He spent about four days with us, and I learned a lot about Native Americans and how they think. And and, uh, uh, they're a whole lot smarter and spiritual than we give them credit for. He did say, however, that a lot of it is apostasy, the same thing that has happened in the Christian church and uh, actually over there in Israel. Uh, it seems to be a human condition to just fade away and apostasize away from from truth but uh uh he he mentioned a lot of that kind of stuff and uh, i i I believe it I believe it 's all very real, and in fact, there have been some unexplained uh, earthquakes so called in some of these caverns. And the report was that they were trying to block these creatures, these long walkers, I guess is what they call them, uh, Nephilim-type, quite large. And Red Oak said that there are, I think, seven or eight layers of tunnels, and uh, they do live down in there. In fact, Linda Moulton Howe has reported about the, the reptilians are down there too, the Draco, and they're also considered to be, I guess, uh, you know, this is kind of weird, folks, but there are just too many reports, so you can't necessarily just claim it's uh, baloney, when in reality, too many people have reported on these kind of creatures, and uh, David Ike did an interview with a native shaman down there, and I think it's in South America, but maybe it was South Africa, where the Charmin man talked about how the reptilians uh, were the rulers over them long ago, which would indicate, of course, you know, we have the the great serpent of the Bible uh, who was in the Garden of Eden. And people don't realize that The reptilian race probably is the race that rules, basically, this planet. Remember, uh, it was Satan, and Satan is called that old serpent, so that would be reptilian in nature, uh, took Jesus up onto a high place and showed him all the kingdoms. So this is all real. It's just that people don't realize it. They don't know what's going on either all around them, what's it's really going on. So anyway. Uh got anything else you want to add there, Larry? Yeah, I was I was uh I was thinking as you were sharing some of that how that uh Standeo talked about he was aware and he'd even been in some of the uh underground bases and And he indicated, and other whistleblowers have indicated, that uh, these bases are huge and they're very deep. And at one time, uh, there apparently was a coalition between human and non-human individuals that were in these working together somewhat. And then suddenly, though, the latest, Standale said, was uh, there was a war or fighting broke out, and we lost control of most of those underground bases to some degree. So there is a war. There's a war going on underground, and, and literally people are, isn't it funny, they're not even aware of it at all? No. In fact, they just roll your eyes and say, you're nuts. <laughs> you're just wearing a tinfoil hat. You know, it couldn't possibly be true. But this is how they get away with all this stuff. This is how they get away with all these anti-gravity things that they're working on, working on. Uh, you talk about a TR3B. I got pictures of a TR3B. I got one, a picture of one being repaired, uh, and yet to most people they don't exist. Well, it gets into their comfort zone, and they don't want that comfort zone disturbed. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a movie. But what would happen if you went in, for example, and saw Starship Troopers, which was about going out into outer space on these various planets and fighting these huge insects. Okay, so the movie's over. You breathe a sigh of relief and say, boy, I'm glad that's a movie. You walk outside and you're looking at one. (laughs) So that's coming. Uh, You try to uh, wake people up to the actual reality they live in, and it's almost impossible to do it. Uh, when mankind fell, a veil came over their mind. They do not have a clue as to the, and this goes for global deep state. These guys do not have a clue as to what is really going on and the game that's being played. And when you play a game of chess with the Lord, you're going to lose. And uh, that's about the end of that story. Mankind's going to lose. We're going into a very bad place. Uh, I wanted to get into uh, a uh, Bible code, no, I shouldn't call it Bible Torah code, from Barry Rothman, where he did some work on, on a planet, a little tiny planet called Ceres. And it's kind of interesting. Ceres aliens, Reich, Nazi, Hitler, light, Dawn, so I'm not exactly sure what light and dawn, other than referring to the glowing material that is in a special place here on this uh, little asteroid or whatever you want to call him uh, little planet called. Ceres. I can tell you, yeah, I can tell you that what that dawn is, yeah, go ahead uh, this is a code that he did back uh June the fourteenth he updated it. And it's from a JPL study, by the way. And uh, the interesting thing is the light is basically, and you've seen the planet Ceres, and there's lights yes. there. And there was a dawn probe. That's the, the reason the dawn is in the code, is the dawn probe was sent to check out the lights on Ceres. And basically what they found out, Stuart, even on the dark side, you know, yes. I know a lot of people think, oh, it's reflections. No. Even on the dark side at night, or at or uh, night, according to that asteroid as it turns, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the lights are very prevalent. And he, the Dawn probe, when it went out there to uh, film those lights, the only way it could get away from the light source was to go down below the crater itself. So the crater became between it and the light source. And uh, Rothman says... Uh, uh, basically that he believes that this is uh, a combination base uh, between the Nordic and the uh, the RAC. Now, when we talk about the RAC, we're talking about the uh, German escapees from Germany, basically, that set up bases in Antarctica, and I know people yep. don't believe that, but uh, the Nordics also were there, and they worked together. So, and oddly enough, that's what I, the U.S. government now is infiltrated with a lot of the RAC people. Oh, yes. When we brought over Operation Paperclip, uh, there was a major infiltration going on after that because of their technology, and, of course, that's what we want. We want the high technology. Uh yeah, just amazing uh, what uh, Hitler had actually done. You, folks, you have to remember that, Hitler's anti-gravity stuff was channeled by uh, the occult forces over there in Germany. That's where they got all that stuff from. So it came from probably the fallen angels or almost positively the fallen angels who have an agenda and of course they they started there are so many photographs of these Heinaboos and uh, even large large Heinaboos And uh, they never got to use them. But uh, they were there, and I have seen the uh, plans of the uh, motherships that would house all these little Hainaboos, fighters. It's all anti-gravity. And there was a movie called Iron Sky that was produced just recently, actually. And although it's a comedy and pokes a lot of fun at it, there's a lot of truth In what they're saying, uh, this Antarctica business has got to be uh, one of the most secretive military operations we've seen in a long, long time. And you may remember that Admiral Byrd was chased out of there. Uh, And I have some pictures that the Byrd crew took that clearly show UFOs. Anti-gravity UFOs operating there. They've been around for a long, long time. Well, all you need to do then is make a treaty or whatever, and Fourth Reich. And uh, we we know from the Bible prophecies that the Fourth Reich is the fourth beast of Daniel. And it's United Nations, it's China, it's it's global deep state in reality. Uh, I learned a long time ago when I was working for General Electric Company about what they call the law of the merchants. Uh, They do not have nation states at all. They operate above that. It's global. And they work on a wholly different principle. And I've tried to mention this before, that if you were attacked, let's say uh, Russia attacks us, and destroys many of our cities in a surprise nuclear attack, which is outlined in the Bible. It's actually global deep state attacking. They have a global plan, and I'm going to get into some of that. But it's amazing. Uh, I believe there's mining operations uh, going on. In a prophetic insider, a number of years ago, uh, I was sent some pictures of a mining craft that was either on Ceres or one other asteroid. I don't remember. I'd have to dig it back out to remember. Uh, A huge, huge mining uh, craft. And uh, you probably remember a lot of these movies are about mining. You may remember uh, the Alien movies with Sigourney Weaver. Well, most of those... uh, Outposts, so to speak, we're mining outposts where they're mining the minerals. And I believe that's what they're doing. They're just mining. And who knows what kind of phosphorus stuff they're digging up there and what kind of, uh, how do I say, living quarters they've made on some of these asteroids. They're out there, folks. I've, I've got the pictures. There's no question they're out there. The only question is, is who is it? What are they doing? Other than mining for operations, who knows where, what they're doing on Mars or on the backside of the moon where you just don't see it. Uh, you, you have no idea how advanced this stuff is. But I think we're going to find out because of the fake arrival that's coming, as uh, projected on Project Bluebeam. And uh, Wander von Braun told his uh, sidekick, Carol Rosen, it's all a lie, he says, but there's going to be an arrival, a fake arrival. That's designed to keep the military industrial complex in full force and full power, which is obviously run then by global deep state as well. So (laughs) you can't get away from the rich men of the earth. They're all in this together, just like Psalm 2 says. And they have technology you probably wouldn't even believe if they showed it to you. So it's just amazing. Anyway, uh, what do you think, Larry? Well, I, think, I remember well on your show one night. I kind of throwed one at uh, Standeo, and I asked him, I said, in this imminent arrival that you keep seeing or and reading about, Uh, I said, and and warning about, I said, do you think they're going to come down from the sky or are they going to come up from the ground or both? He said, they're going to do both. He said, they're going to come out of the ground and they're going to come down at the same time. So that's that's what he calls the arrival that's coming. Yeah, and I think a lot of it will be from uh, Antarctica. They're operating all kinds of stuff out of Antarctica because people can't see it. That's where a lot of your uh, so-called cosmospheres operate out of. And I've seen uh, several of them, as did about four or 500 other Wisconsinites. Uh, saw them at the same time I did. Yeah, huge, huge craft. Uh, you can't even begin to measure how big they are. But, uh, you know, if you've got anti-gravity, it doesn't matter. But anyway, he's got he's he's got an interesting comment. Nat, Nazis on series. Many people select other as a cause because NASA doesn't offer aliens or Nazis as a choice. It's still not entirely clear that these lights, these black on, on series, are not due to built structures. Well, it could be any number of things. It could be they're mining something that is iridescent or uh, phosphorus light. Uh, We don't know. And I'm sure they do know already because they would have sent something up there to take a look at it. And I believe we are working together with a lot of this stuff. There's just too many people saying that and they are expert at what they do and they're credible, very credible witnesses. So when you see a UFO, you have to ask, is it ours, is it theirs, or is it a uh, Project Blue Beam projection, which I've also seen. They're very, very uh, uh, obvious if you know what to look for. And, you know, you've, a lot of YouTubers are photographing these kind of things as well. Anyway, um, what do you want to start with down to earth? <laughs> well, let's let's start with the Space Force almost yes. on Earth. Uh, oddly <laughs> enough, uh there's a new movie out called, uh, will be out Ju- July the second called uh the Tomorrow War and I brought that up and we've talked about that previously. However, uh basically in the and the a lot we've just talked about is in Michael Sala's Space Force. Uh that's I think that's book six of a series and that's the newest one out and exposes the space force and what it's all about and and it even goes back and talks about uh, that project 20 and back as you called it and uh, yes. and said one of the one of those that was leaked a lot of secret information about that program was Gene Roddenberry and uh, a lot of his uh, twilight zone movies literally had intelligence that was coming to him from insiders i mean you know that was a classic twilight zone you couldn't beat it i mean i watched it every once a week it would come on (laughs) and i could i couldn't hardly wait but gene roddenberry was a, a part of this and uh anyway uh there's a uh a number of admirals that are involved in all of this so interestingly it says uh they say in his book, it talks about the insiders. So basically, they're pulling people out of historical epochs in the 20s, 30s, and 40s and pushing them into this kind of 20-year and back program that's in the 2030s and 2040s, whatever. And after 20 years, they get pushed back. Uh, yes. Basically, uh, Roddenberry, you know, was was part of that. Now, now, what's interesting is the fact that, uh, you know, they're claiming that this war, this this war with the aliens that they're actually involved with, uh, that they they literally come back from it, it, they're far away on the timeline as 2030. That before 2030, they were not able to have, um, they were not able to have the uh, capabilities to travel back in time and in 2030 or so they do and that's when they begin to bring people out of the uh you know our our li- mm-hmm. our lifetime basically and take them into this program and and fight the aliens but what's interesting too at the same time is the fact that you know i i sent that uh that I- information on my blog to uh, barry rothman he's been doing a lot of work with and actually finding out a lot of data about Michael Sala, and the Space mm-hmm. Force, you know, the aliens, the Nordics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And oddly enough, he claims this information is legitimate. As a matter of fact, I just uh, shared a information back and forth a couple of days ago and told you about it, where actually mm-hmm. uh, he's going to do some more work on it uh, involving this movie that's coming out. And he said the interesting thing about people – or about humanity is, he said they will believe in an alien much, much, much quicker than they would ever believe about a time traveler. He says time travel is out of their their, uh, thought waves, basically, that, uh, you know, they'll much quicker think there's an alien out there in space than they will a time traveler from the planet. And so anyway, to to go into this movie, though, it's very, very interesting, and, and I did post on my blog today a, an updated version on, from Barry Rothman on the Higgs boson factor and the time travel. And mm-hmm. let me mm-hmm. read. Let me read what this says because this might tie in a little bit with, you know, the the Gene Roddenberry and all this other that was going on. Uh, in the there's only three indications in the Matrix he found. Number one, time machine. Now, why in the world would the Torah code have embedded in it, in ancient times, time machine? Unless there really was a time machine. So that's a good question to have. And then number two is Boson. And he indicates uh, in this code that, that look to his other pages on the evil Higgs Boson, the super collider page. So that seems to indicate, Stuart, that somehow these super colliders are involved possibly in time travel. And uh, number three, in the end of days. And that, by the way, that's, that is four times in that code. In other words, that matrix that he ran in the end of days is four times in it. I've never heard of that before. But it seems to say that in the end of times that a time machine will exist Using something like the boson, uh, the Higgs boson, mm-hmm. and the super collider. So, with that being said, let me go into this real quick because I like your opinion. I know I'm talking too much, but uh, <laughs> this is basically this is basically so much stuff to shove into it. Uh, this is what uh, the information about the show, the Tomorrow War, is an American military science fiction. You hear that? Science no. fiction, action film. The future of humanity, war against the alien invasion, 30 years in the future, and the humans are losing. And it says, uh, now this is what I like. It's really interesting here. It says, in the Tomorrow War, it sees people in their 30s and 40s drawn into battle, and as people cannot live in both timelines at the same time, as Pratt points out, talking about the movie, he says the time travelers are essentially, dra- you know, coming back and drafting a crop or a force of people who will be dead in 2051 anyway. So basically, what that says, Stuart, is people can't be in the same, in two different locations in the time uh, line, and they coexist at the same time. You're either in one spot or you're in the other spot. But oddly enough, in this movie, they take people, like, let's say they take them from 2021, and they take them up to 2051 to, uh, you know, from to fight aliens. Well, by that time, they would be dead anyway. If, if they, You know, if they are born early, they wouldn't make it that long. So they're really kind of taking dead people forward into the future to fight and die or whatever. But but what do you think about that? Now, that is really amazing, because where did they come up with this information? Well, you know, the human imagination is a wonderful thing, so you really don't know. My problem with some of this is that Jesus said that all prophecy must and will be fulfilled all the way to the end of this age, and then the millennium will begin, and that not one jot nor tittle could be altered, which means no one could go back or forward and alter anything because it would be prohibited because otherwise they could make Jesus into the most drastic liar that ever walked (laughs) because they go back and change everything. So prophecy could not be fulfilled. Uh, So, here, here's another scenario for some of this. I don't know what to think about it. I don't, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, and it, time travel does. Obviously, I think we can prove that they can either view the future or they can view the past. And we've had too many things, like on the dollar bills and the $5 bills and the $10 bills, drawings, One, for example, was the Oklahoma City bombing that matches exactly what it looks like, you know, before they caved it in. Uh, How did they know that? How did they, unless somebody went ahead to look or somebody goes back to look? Uh, Then you have the other situation. And we really don't know exactly what they're into because, you know, it's top, ultra top secret stuff. But anyway, with advanced technology and their ability to put in implanted memories, could they make a person think that they have actually gone forward in the future and fought wars when in fact it was just experimenting with mind control operations that would then be foisted upon the masses of the world for total control through their 5G, 6G transmitting uh, memories or whatever that do not even exist. I mean, that's an interesting concept, that that's a possibility. Uh, Have you ever awakened from a dream, for example, you had about work or something that was so vivid, you actually thought you would already done something, but when you got to the office, found out you hadn't. Uh, So what is a dream? And what is a dream that is so vivid that people have about future uh so if god can give visions and dreams so can't satan so we have it, it is a, an absolutely fascinating subject and i guess we'd have to have more information about it but these sci-fi movies and the i know for a fact that we are so far advanced in this stuff that it would stun the masses of the people of the world. They just would not ever believe it. How much of this is uh, engineered? I mean, we know from, like, the Book of Enoch, that Satan fed humanity with all kinds of advanced stuff. And we know from insider reports that the aliens are feeding our people all kinds of advanced technology. In fact, if you recall, Larry, wasn't it what they called Project Looking Glass, where they took some of our government people and showed them uh, even the crucifixion of Christ, and they said they were the ones who manufactured all these religions. So what yeah, kind of a? Yeah, I'll remember uh, that. So, yes. Yeah, so, what kind of a? What kind of a world do we really live in? And do we know? (laughs) I don't know. It's just fascinating. Time travel would be absolutely fascinating. And there are some videos out there which show some pictures. And one in particular was this kid that was sent back to the Lincoln, uh, Gettysburg address. And there's a picture of him back there. He's way out of place. And he's got this uh, situation where he met this man, and uh, he was given some different clothing and whatnot. It's weird. And there are a few others that make you wonder what in the world is really going on. And I know that we have glitches all the time. There are glitches in the time-space continuum. And I've often wondered if some of these glitches, cause us to see things that were way in the past. Uh Red Oak talked about the uh what did he call those things? They look like eagles, only they're huge thunderbirds. He says the Indian thunderbird is real. And uh they're huge. They got about a 30 foot wingspan. And we had a farmer up in Minnesota who subscribed he's gone now. But he subscribed to all of our stuff, and he called up one day and he said, I just saw two thunderbirds. They flew right over the farm. He said about a 30-foot wingspan, maybe a little more. Huge, huge birds. They didn't bother him. They just float flew over. Now, is he actually seeing these birds, or was there a glitch in the time-space continuum and he's seeing something that really is not there at his time. Do you get my drift? Yeah, sounds just like Twilight Zone. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, it sure and does. What's interesting, yeah, what's interesting, Stuart, is, is the fact that, uh, that uh, I remember, I, well, I've got that last book that uh, – Major Ed Dames put out Dr., well, they call him Dr. Doom, but he put Mm -hmm. out a book, and he he explained how that he and others got together and decided they were going to view the uh, destruction of Jerusalem, and they were going to view what happened to all the, in other words, uh, the Ark of the Covenant, uh, all the utensils, blah, 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 you know, the priestly garments, all of this. They were going Mm -hmm. to view that. And he said, oddly enough, they were they were able as they began to remote view it. They saw the Roman soldiers coming into the to the area there in Rome. They saw the uh, the uh, Levitical priesthood, you know, the priest and all of that that were trying to work deals with them. And uh, about that time, for some reason, there appeared uh, something that Ed Dane basically says wasn't human you know, whether he said an angel or something got in the way of their viewing and put an end to it. So they never were able to actually view what happened to all the items that I just talked about. Now, we know other people have said they're in this location, that location, and, uh, you know, people say different things. But uh, here is a case where by, and and really, uh, you know, the father of remote viewing actually, uh, Ingo Swan, yeah, uh, he said he, he claimed that this was a psychic ability, in other words, a, a an ability that that some people had, and kind of like Uri Geller, you know, bending spoons and and mm-hmm. all the stuff he does. And anyway, uh, of course, Ed Dames wanted to. He didn't want. He didn't like the term psychic warrior and all this stuff. So uh, he he worked up this deal of structured remote viewing which means the same thing. They're doing it by their psychic uh, ability. But here we are. They were looking into the past, and they were observing uh, literally uh, Jerusalem and the Romans and the priests and et cetera, et cetera, but something blocked their way. So so my opinion is, this is my opinion, uh, worth about 15 cents maybe on a good day. (laughs) But uh, my opinion is that I really do believe from the evidence that we've got from, you know, whistleblowers, uh, even Stan Dale told me, he won't tell it again, I don't suppose, but he and I used to talk uh, about different things, and he literally observed a time experiment, and uh, he he talked to me about it, and I'm not going to explain it, but I'm just going to say that they were doing them back then and uh, they were working with time and how to operate in time and what time would do to you, the space-time, what what would happen. And they were using massive coils and all kind of stuff, you know, electromagnetic and stuff, to do these things, to try to bend time and operate and look. So I really believe there isn't a, uh, you know, uh, this looking-glass thing. There has been whistleblowers that said we do have a technology it's very possible that it's fallen one's technology, but we have access to some of it that you can literally look in time. Now, they don't say forward or backward. They just say look in time. And, and it's very possible, too, because of the Torah Code saying that in the end of days, it says it four times in that matrix, that they will use something like the bosun and the super collider uh, activities to time travel. Now what does that mean? Does that mean move, go there and look? Go there with your feet standing there? I don't know, but this is my this is how I see it. Because and this is my theory. This is only a theory. My theory is because the fallen angels knew a whole lot about how God put all this time space together.
1: They all knew this.
0: matter of fact, uh, remember, uh, you know, when they were fallen, they knew everything about the sun and how it operated, all the astronomy, all the stars. I mean, they knew this stuff, and they gave some of this to men. They weren't supposed to do that, but they did it anyway, that knowledge. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. with them having that knowledge, Stuart, it makes sense to me that they would give it to men to do things for the fallen angels, if you will. And, uh, of course, men will abuse it, But in the end, God has the ability to camouflage or cloak or block anything up and down that continuum he wants to at any time. Absolutely, because otherwise they would, well, like he says back in Genesis, whatsoever they imagine to do, that can they do. And uh, he he can only allow them to go so far, uh, or they could actually tamper with the past. I believe the past, the present, and the future all exist. All the past, all the way back uh, from before mankind, all still exist. And they can go back and forth and and punch in and punch out, or at least the angels can. And uh, so very fascinating stuff. And uh, very dangerous, too. Uh, But who knows? My, my point being that the Lord is not going to allow any change in the history so far or in the future because the future prophecies are just as important as the prophecies already been fulfilled. And if they could change or alter that, try as they might, and I wouldn't doubt they're trying, uh, they could then turn uh, all prophecy on its head and it wouldn't mean a thing. And I just don't think God's going to allow that because he's running an agenda and he's running his church and he's going to pull his church out. And then the rest of the humanity that rejected the Lord is just simply going to uh, face a, a bad situation. But yeah, amazing and weird, weird stuff. Uh, and where does it stop? I mean, uh, I don't. <laughs> go ahead yeah I was just i wanted to insert something here real quick before I forget it actually I don't want to forget it um and and the reason I say that uh I don't know if you've seen that movie the quiet place but yeah there's, there's a movie and and Augusto Perez has a number of times had uh, you know he's had uh, experiences to where you know he saw the vicious wolves if you will and and now we're seeing those things happening in our our space-time, if you will. But Mm -hmm. oddly enough, with all those creatures and all of those things beginning to pop up and show up, whether they come down or whether they come from below and come up, uh, I think that mankind is about to really have to deal with some things that they're not ready to deal with. And at the same time, with that being said, I think that God's people, if you're still here, and of course, today uh, we're doing—we're we're basically in the middle of June, 2021, mm-hmm. and most of us listening to this show, I assume, are still here. And <laughs> I, I wanted to give this word out because this is something I feel like it's really, really important. I don't—I'm not going to interpret it particularly, but I'm going to say I think it's important. And the reason that this really struck me is I was reading a book recently called *The Long Night's Journey*. I've mentioned that on the show before. Mm-hmm. and that really was about a lot of miraculous direction and and uh angelic help and all of this during the holocaust because there's some people that should have died in the holocaust that were literally uh, and it it's been proven they were literally uh removed or walked through that with no harm particularly and it, there's mm-hmm. no reason for it there's literally no earthly reason that any of them survived it? But they did, or they, or, you know, but nobody can say why, what happened to them happened. However, we're entering into a time in America right now, and we're in trouble. America is in terrible trouble. The church in America is in terrible trouble. The church in the world is in terrible trouble. And I'm talking about God's people. I'm not talking about yep. everybody that goes to church. But <laughs> there's recently, on May the 29th, 2021, I had a really interesting word from the Lord, and I, the only reason I say it's from the Lord is, I happen to know that voice that I've heard for many, many, many years. That voice that always tells me something that's important. You know, you know how it is, Stuart. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you hear that, you know what it is. Oh, yeah. anyway, I Anyway, I claim that, and I'll give people this verse, if they want to look it up, Amos 3 and 7. And with that being said, I'm not going to be long, Uh, I was told, and I really believe this was from the Lord, and and I'm giving this to God's people because there's a lot of people searching out there and are thinking, it it don't seem we're getting enough information even from the prophetic. We're not getting anything that really seems to mean anything, that changes anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, So anyway, with that (laughs) being said, I, I feel like the word I got was, a heavenly wave is coming. Now, this is what's interesting like a galactic wave, a heavenly wave is coming to God's people with new, needed revelations and critical, spiritual, and natural directions for God's people. And and with that being said, I know that's short and that's sweet, uh, that's really quick, but I think that there, you know, we, you and I have talked about galactic waves, whether the magnetic waves or, or radiation waves, or All the, there's a lot of galactic waves. But mm-hmm. I, what I mm-hmm. saw when the Lord was showing me this, it was like a wave of something coming towards his people that was just going to suddenly be up on them. And I can't explain what it will do, who will receive what who will tell other people what, or how it will work out, or whether angels will deliver lots of messages. But I do believe that the trouble we're headed into is unprecedented, and I want to encourage God's people that you're going to be told information. Now, you may not lack what you're told, and you may not want to do what you're told to do, but that will be your choice. Yeah. Well... They're gonna. The Lord's gonna to have to do something because the church basically today is powerless. Not only powerless, it's truthless. <laughs> they, they don't even want anything to do with prophecy. So, there are those out there, obviously, that are part of the remnant. They're serious, and uh, who knows? I mean, the Lord is, I think, going to give tremendous power to his people at at the very end to convince. After all, the whole thing, as far as I can see, is that the Lord wants to save as many out of this wretched planet as he can save. doesn't matter who they are. doesn't matter what they've done. uh, Those who will turn to him are going to be rescued, and the rest of them are not. And when it comes right down to this thing, I mean, this is the most serious of things that you could have. So I would think, yes, the the Lord would obviously be sending on uh, mighty power, let's put it that way, upon his people to demonstrate to the rest of the world, look, this is real. I mean, it's kind of like Pentecost and and afterwards. And, of course, you had the gainsayers. Well, they're just a bunch of drunks. (laughs) You know, <laughs> speaking in strange languages, they just, they've you know, had too much wine, etc. Cetera, et cetera. You always have your mockers, but the Lord knows how to fish. He's good at it. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he's going to use all uh, We're going to see things in the church, uh, maybe not what we call the dead church these days, But I think you're going to see uh, miraculous things coming right out into the open uh, because of the nature of the Lord and what he really wants. All of this, this huge tribulation period, is only designed to get people to repent because he says, I don't want any to perish. I want all to come to repentance. Well, if God says that, then that's what he means. And so everything he's doing, even the punishments, which are very, very severe, even Red Hulk talked about that. He says one thing to get a little tap on your shoulder, quite another, get put over daddy's knee and spanked. And America is about to get put on daddy's knee and spanked. And uh, we're going to go through a horrible period of time, I believe. Uh, Anyway, anything else you wanted to talk about? I wanted to get into uh, this national strategy for countering domestic terrorism a little bit. Yeah, Uh, I'm just going to mention one thing that's really interesting. Uh, You know, we've talked on a previous show about this cyber polygon that uh, they're trying to set up for July, some kind of uh, worldwide military exercise. Here we are, another exercise, a drill. And anyway, uh, one of the authors that I've, I've listened to a lot that write, she's actually writing some books now on tribulation. Uh, Jamie Lee Gray. I, I, she was on uh, Mark Goodwin, who is another author. That's PrepperRecon.com. dot uh, com. He's has some fantastic shows, and she was on that show. And uh, without going into any details, I'll just give you what she says. Basically, uh, she says that the globalist had a secret meeting. And got together, and now the globalists are broadcasting their next phase of the takedown, and it's called Cyber Polygon 2021. And that's uh, as we've talked about before. That is set to be a worldwide cyber attack that takes down not only some grids; it takes down uh, literally the uh, the transportation. Uh, and delivery phases of of world commerce. Yeah. Yeah, that's why people need to really prepare, (laughs) because, folks, you can't live very long without water. And uh, you can't live very long without food. Water first, and the military ran some experiments. And at the end of three days, the people that were uh, given no water became absolutely crazy. They'd do anything, kill anybody to get a a drink of water. Okay, now what about food? Most people don't store food. They think it's ridiculous, not like the old days. I can remember where we would work all summer and stock up, and by the wintertime we could get through the whole winter. You didn't have to go anywhere. You had food. Well, now they call that hoarding. And it's basically illegal, so they say. Uh, This is, I don't know, Larry, our bosses, so-called leaders, are satanically corrupt. There's no other word for it. They belong to Satan. It doesn't look like any of them are going to repent. Hopefully some would. But uh, they are bringing their own suicide by what they're doing. They're just too stupid to know it. And uh, too biblically illiterate to know it. They're total apostates. Satan owns them, he runs them. And uh, anyway, I wanted to read a little bit of this emergency broadcast. This is a headline from uh, Alex Jones. Democrats planning violent coup against the American Republic. Red alert, Biden targeting all patriots in official domestic terrorism strategy document while completely ignoring the death, devastation, and damage of Antifa BLM riots. Well, of course, they're the ones who tell Antifa BLM riots to do what they did. They, we've already figured out, I guess, through documents that the FBI totally compromised. Now, uh, horrific DHS. All of this is they're just they're fallen they're worthless, and in fact, they have become the enemy of the American people, which they're going to find out quick enough. Uh, anyway, it's called National Strategy for Countering Domestic Terrorism, was just released. A document that actually targets any and all that might object to the communist insurrection, including militias, which they claim are not even legal. Of course, Bill of Rights says something else about that, but they don't care about what the Constitution says and then there's another headline here biden's administration asked americans to report potentially radicalized friends and even family that's your snitch state well we already saw how that works with COVID. neighbors were turning in neighbors if you went out without a mask the neighbor would call into the cops i mean you've got people uh, people are evil jesus christ said humanity is evil If you don't believe it, go into Matthew, where he says it. He says people are evil. Well, it's because of the knowledge of good and evil. That's where all your snitches come from. That's where all your corruption comes from. When you got a neighbor turn you in, uh, you got a problem. But unfortunately, that's the way it is, and that's the way it was in Nazi Germany, and that's the way it was in East Germany, uh, and all of that. Anyway, this is, some of this is interesting. According to this assessment, this is just an excerpt, one key aspect of today's domestic terrorism threat emerges from radically or ethically or ethnically motivated violent extremists and networks whose racial, ethnic, or religious hatred leads them towards violence, as well as those they encourage to take violent action these tr- actors have different motivations <clears throat> but many focus their violence toward the same segment or segments of the american community whether persons of color immigrants jews muslims other religious minorities women and girls lgbtq and plus i don't know individuals or others their insistence on violence can at turn times rather be explicit can also at times be less explicit, lurking in ideologies rooted in the perception of the superiority of the white race. See what they're doing? It's the whites. And if you're against all of this stuff, then you are basically a terrorist. Now, this is what communists do when they take power. Anybody that's not a communist is, of course, obviously then a domestic terrorist or an enemy of the state. Now, here's another part of it. Information sharing across all levels. We have to improve that from within as well as outside the federal government. Advanced domestic terror... terrorism-related research and analysis, the federal government must continue to improve information sharing on domestic terrorism threats across the government to ensure that all relevant federal partners are equipped to take appropriate measures with this knowledge. Folks, they're talking about pre-crime. They're talking about pre-crime. Remember the movie with Tom Cruise? You didn't have to commit a crime. They just thought, well, you might commit a crime. Well, this is where they're headed, and this is what the communists do. Communism is satanic. Communism really is satanism. A lot of these people don't realize that, but it doesn't change the truth of it. This is satanic to its very, very core, and it's antichrist to the very, very core. And It's typical of that demented Joe Biden, whom you people in America, not everyone obviously, put in power. You knew the guy was basically brain dead. You knew it anyway. You put him in power. You knew that Harris is a dyed-in-the-wool communist. You put her in power. So this is just the way it is. And now they're coming out with this report on how they're actually going to round up Jade Helm. Uh, They're going to stop. This is what it says. We will do all this with a singular goal, stopping acts of domestic terrorism. Okay, so let's look at this for a minute. We have communists in power. Well, what would be an act of domestic terrorism? Rising up against it. This is totally demonic. This is what communists do. My, uh, my only consolation, I can't wait for Jesus Christ to put these people in eternal hellfire, because that's where they all belong, for what they're doing to the people. Anyway, now he goes into private militia activity to varying degrees. is prohibited by laws of all 50 states. That's total baloney. The Second Amendment says you have the right to bear arms, you, and to maintain a free state. You never hear that, do you? Oh, you don't need guns. Uh, you, you don't need these kind of uh, uh, weapons like AK-47s or these, uh, what do you call them, 15s. You don't need those. You're, you only need a gun to go hunting. That's what it's really for. These are absolute liars, and we got them in the Supreme Court of the United States. They have been usurping the infringement part or destroying the infringement part for years upon years upon years using the rationale, well, it has to be reasonable. Does that say that in the uh, Second Amendment? Does it say in there that we have to be reasonable? No, it doesn't say that at all. It says, in order to maintain a free state, the people's right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, evidently, the people in the Supreme Court of America, and I wouldn't want to be any one of them with their black robes, uh, have evidently decided that they do not understand the meaning of infringe. Because they want to be reasonable, and for most people, they would agree with that. And that is why you're going to lose your guns. You're going to lose your guns. In fact, I think it was, uh, who was that Supreme Court Justice they murdered, Larry? Scalia? Yes. He made the comment, he said, you're going to lose your guns, people. It's coming. You're going to lose your guns. Why did he know that? Well, because of the United Nations. That's why. This is all goes back to the United Nations, State Department treasonous document, 7277. You, 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 folks, if you don't know why God is going to destroy the United States of America from one end to the other, and there will be not one American left alive, babies onto the elderly. He is going to destroy this country, and he's going to destroy the people of global deep state. It's all written down in the prophecies. It's coming to pass right in front of our face that, that these people would rise up at the very, very end and would uh, uh, would bring about the most evil, tyrannical government that the world had ever seen in entire history, and we're watching it happen right now. And these kind of reports, this is not really kind of new, because even the uh, fusion centers were issuing stuff like this. And I don't know what's happened to our police departments, our sheriff departments and whatnot, but as far as I can see, for the most part, with few exceptions, they're going to go into this thing full blast, kill their own families because they're too stupid to know what happened they're too dumb to have realized that the bible told you all about this stuff there's not one thing that the bible hasn't told you about from ufos to the arrival it's all in there to uh, all the things that larry and i were talking about before Now, I want to get into something that was released over in England. Nobody can vet it for sure, but it sounds like it might very well be real. Somebody on the inside released a plan. I'm going to read just a little bit of it. With the impending decision and announcement to be made later today by Prime Minister in regards to the four-week extension of the lockdown of the United Kingdom, we now have a relatively short window of opportunity with which to finalize our next steps of the process. It remains crucial for everything to remain on track and for us to remember our common purpose behind this. It has been tough and will get tougher. But provided that we stay united, that we manage to persuade the bulk of the country that we are doing this for good reasons, then we will be able to move on to part two of the plan. In short, this will be moving towards a permanent lockdown of the country from Thursday, 15 July, with the reasons for doing so being a spike in the new Indian and Nepal variants of the virus, which we know is just a rebranding, of hay fever. Get that, folks? Do you get that? This is what they're doing worldwide. You got hay fever? Oh, you're suffering from COVID. You got to have a jab. Got to have a jab. I mean, these people are such utter liars. When they come on like Fossey, you're listening to Satan himself. The virus, I'm going to back to the report. The virus has already been very profitable and fruitful for us. And there is no limit to which we cannot further profit in both financial and reputational terms. Still, we must ensure that we have complete and utter cooperation from both the government and the media with this and use the line, it's just too risky to go ahead with summer. We can model increases of these variants in line, for example, If we can get the message out that because of these variants are going to be multiple and will completely crash the NHS, this is in England, of course, if not correctly dealt with immediately, then the public should be compliant and comply with unquestioning nature. The masses, in other words, they'll just receive everything they're told. Then they come up with this one block, ban, delete any and all posts and users which go against scientific consensus. Number two, for websites to restrict, deny access to the above group, including cancellation of any accounts. Three, for anti-lockdown people and their group leaders to have their details forwarded to the police and be arrested for inciting hatred violence and civil disobedience number four for any parent guardian who openly states that they or their family will not be vaccinated to have their child elderly relative removed permanently from home and or for them to be removed from the property regardless of ownership or deed entitlements what do you think about that larry Well, that's pretty interesting. Let me read you something really interesting that ties in with everything you've been talking about, from Alex Jones on to this. You know, Stephen Kuntz wrote a book. uh, I think he wrote it in 2015, Liberty's Last Stand. And let me read you a couple of paragraphs, and then I'll make a comment of a news source. Uh, This is from Stephen Kuntz's book, page uh, 3. It says, Jade Helm is an exercise about how the government will put down a right-wing uprising or rebellion and arrest everyone they think might be sympathetic with the rebels. They'll use these paramilitary police they have tucked into every government alphabet agency as stormtroopers and SS troops. They'll arrest every prominent Republican they can find, and hold them in guarded camps, mainly at military bases. They have computer-generated lists: gun owners, people who run their mouths on Facebook and Twitter, radio talk show hosts, editors and publishers of the Republican newspapers. You know, dangerous enemies of society. Now, for uh, uh, the second second one here, it says uh, this is part about the plan. It says, basically, there are four directives so far about life in an America ruled by martial law under, well, let's say this dictator. The press was to be censored, television shows pre-approved, news would be government press releases, which would be read without comments, and military courts would replace civilian ones. Gun sales were forbidden. And all guns will be turned into military arsenals that will be designated uh, later. It says D- the directive said nothing about upcoming November elections, but the feds obviously were planning a long spell of martial law so pessimists could read between the lines. It said meanwhile, inner city riots around the country getting worse as the civil authorities let crowds burn and loot. Any persons in the right zone were fair game for the mobs. The military that were now under federal control, the U.S. Army and National Guard did nothing. Government spokesmen on television blamed the right-wing conspiracy, evil men who didn't believe in progressive goals and wanted to use low-wage earners as slaves in the capitalist economy. Translated, that meant evil whites who wanted to exploit semi-literate unskilled minorities for the minimum wage. Now, what I've just read you, basically, Stuart, is a scenario that was laid out by uh, Stephen Kuntz before Trump ever went into office, and today, 2021, I mean, this is just absolutely right on the mark. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, we're we're going under a severe lockdown, termination of millions, uh, to set and, up and the me, new world order. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to get your opinion, because uh, this is up on Hal Turner's website. I posted it today on my blog, very interesting, and they were talking about it on America's Voice News, because this just came out, and it kind of goes right along with this book I was reading. Uh, it says, evidence in federal court proves big tech – has written agreements with the U.S. government to censor Americans free speech. It's a government censorship order. In other words, what has come out of the Twitter lawsuit in federal court, Stuart, is the information, the evidence, that Twitter and Facebook and all these others are exempt from any lawsuits or criminality because they have a signed agreement with the United States government to shut its people up. Yeah, well, that would explain then why, uh, well, who is it, Facebook that lied before Congress multiple times? He's not in prison, is he? You yeah. and I went down to Congress and lied. We'd be in a slammer. Maybe one hot and, and uh, not a cot, you'd be sleeping on the floor. Uh, the whole thing is upside down, folks. Just as Jesus Christ said, everything is reversed. Good is evil, evil is good. These people are all hellbound sinners unless they repent. Uh, they don't know that, but that—that that is actually where they deserve to go for what they're doing. It's like this Charlie Victor... Alpha-9, that was a hoax, but it was a hoax designed to get you to take the jab. And now we're finding out more and more and more about the awful consequences of this. Uh, I was looking at a website today that posts some comments. They've asked people all around the world to comment on on what's happened to them after this. And some of these are like four or five months down the road now. And uh, horrible what's being done to them. Uh, Anyway, I want to get back to this thing in England, which was released by an insider, uh, so it says, and anyway, they, I wanted to read this last part, where they want to release stay-at-home bracelets, which will act like electronic tags and will be made compulsory for every household in the country with all residents, tenants, being made to have both by law. These bracelets will work with the new 5G technology and will notify the uh, CCC, evidently that's their central command uh, center for all of this, if a person has ventured outside of their confined space with punishments reaching from 50,000 pounds to detainment in custody for an indefinite period. In other words, you go to a camp where you're going to be tortured and killed. The first batch of bracelets will be introduced in August in London, Birmingham, Nottingham, Cardiff, Belfast, Swansea, Manchester, Newcastle. Newcastle, Glasgow, Edinburgh, Liverpool, Leeds, Sheffield, Norwich, Cambridge, York, Exeter and Carlisle with the second batches being introduced the following month and a th- and a third in November in order to reach outlying and hard to reach areas of the United Kingdom. The whole schedule should have everybody with a bracelet and activated no later than 1 December. 2021, that's, see how easy it is so you can lose a bracelet. So what's the answer? Mark, mark system. This is what they're acclimating everybody for. Now I know a lot of people say the jab is the mark. I personally don't think it is because I think this is a culling shot myself. I mean, the death rate is escalating rapidly. And they're hiding that as well. And uh, what they're doing is they're saying, oh, these people all died of uh, Charlie Victor. That's what the problem is, when in reality they died by the jab. Anyway, uh, (laughs) what they're doing is conditioning America and the world to lockdowns and total control under this new world order system. That's what this is all about. And uh, what else you got, Larry, before we close? You well, I was about? thinking with all that good news, sounds like <laughs> July and yeah. uh, August is going to be a booger bear all the way to December. So I'm personally open for a heavenly intervention any it wants to happen. Well, you know, the more I've looked at this, uh, you know, we did the ring of fire, the 44 days, and then there's 44 days in between. Uh, to Beav, and uh, uh, Steve pointed out that actually from the, you know, the whale that swallowed the uh, uh, fishermen, uh, kind of the sign of Jonah, he pointed out that it's actually 40 days to uh, the ninth of Av, which is a terrible time for Israel. The first temple, the second temple, and a lot of other things have happened to Israel on the 9th of Av, and uh, that's just before uh, Tubiav. So, and then from Tubiav to Feast of Trumpets, in between is another 44 days, and that's at 411. We've constantly been seeing this number, 411. I've come to the conclusion it's really not a date, it's a number code that the Lord is using. Anyway, uh Anything else you want to talk about? Well, I was going to bring up, as we're watching all this begin to come together, and it it seems like uh, it's a very strange puzzle, I mean a very odd puzzle. As all of this is coming together, we're watching in, in Israel how, similar to Trump's removal, they removed Benjamin Netanyahu, who you said you saw, was extremely important in Israel for Israel's safety during the end times. Oddly enough, this Bennett that has taken over is sympathetic to the Sanhedrin group. You know the uh, Temple Mount, mm-hmm. uh, you know confederation, if you will. And uh, where Netanyahu would not allow the sacrifices on the Temple Mount, he wouldn't sign it, the order. Uh, this other one probably will, according to the information. So, with that being said, Stuart, uh, as we're going through all this other stuff, we're in the middle of something occurring in the Middle East. And I did hear today that uh, now that, uh, well, the empty suit Biden is back from his conference or his summit uh, with NATO and Putin, he wants to begin a peace treaty situation scenario uh, over in the Middle East. Yeah, Yep, there's something going on over there. It's all planned, I believe, and it's going to explode any time. But, you know, all of this is really related to uh, Israel during the tribulation period, which only goes to prove how close we must be to Daniel's 70th week. Uh, And before we close, a few earth changes, volcano, uh, not volcano, but uh, Yellowstone, and this is interesting. They continue to hide the seismic activity. This is somebody evidently that monitors all this and maybe even lives near there. Why would the animals be migrating out of the park in June? That normally happens in late winter. Well, when you see animals leaving and migrating out of the park, it's because they're sensing an explosion is coming. And it was a prophecy, and I can't remember who gave it, but that Yellowstone would blow, and it would be a warning. It wouldn't blow as a super volcano, but it would be bad enough that people took notice, and it was a warning from the Lord. And yet there's going to be no repentance. We know that. It's just not going to happen. There is no repentance. Uh, Anything else, Larry, you want to leave? Well, I was mm-hmm. just going to say you're talking about these anomalies that are occurring on the planet Earth changes. The other day, uh, we had a 4.0 earthquake in northern Oklahoma that was really interesting because within a half hour of that earthquake, we had a sudden, severe thunderstorm begin to happen in the area where I live, and I called you and told you about it, and oddly enough, even my animals came in the house and got under the bed. They were scared. Uh, You know, for a number of hours, uh, they were bothered, so I'm wondering if possibly someone's using technology to cause trouble, or is this a plasma event trying to build? yeah we i guess we wouldn't know but i'll tell you one thing they do have the technology to do that they can create earthquakes they can create volcanic activity they can create storms they can even create hurricanes and steer them and people don't laugh this has been testified to in congress uh that weather manipulation weather warfare it's hard to tell but the lord does allow it so you one could say i guess it is the lord's judgment Anyway, thanks a lot, Larry, for coming on. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Take care.